Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. It is called Why Breathwork. <laughs> Before we get into that, um, there are still some spots left for KK on tap. This moment, I am recording this about a week and a half before you hear it. So uh, it could be that that's changed. But as of this moment, there are six spots left in KK on tap, which is a year long program of working with me. You get a quarterly one-on-one call, uh, a quarterly group coaching call, access to my archives, access to any new stuff I make, including workshops valued at up to a thousand dollars and just general party all the time for a year with me. You can check it out at kristenkelp.com slash tap or at uh, just kristenkelp.com in the, in the menu, work with me. Uh, it's in all the places or you can just shoot me an email, kristenkelp.com and I will hook you up with the info. Okay, cool. So if you want to work with me, this is your opportunity. Um, Stereo ship is not happening next year. And so this is your very specific Uh, opportunity to work with me um, for business coaching in the next year, which is, you know, a long ass time. And that's why I do it so that you have me and you don't have to worry that I'm going to go away after two weeks or whatever. Like I have you, I have you for the whole time and we do good shit together. Okay. So why breath work? Uh, A dear friend of mine pointed out that I have talked personally about him with breathwork and about how great it is, uh, but I haven't gone into the why of it um, on the podcast or in any sort of deeply personal or professional level. Uh, so let's talk about it. Let's dive into this wondrous practice that is never actually further away than your own breath. And if you're like, I don't care about breathwork, I don't care, um, just 
if you just trust me enough to try it, then I will give you a gold star, two gold stars even. <laughs> um, just let me make my case for it. In seven words, breathwork is a doorway to the divine. In way more words, because I know that's not enough, imagine your interior life as a house. Uh, in, a, in an ordinary house, most rooms have life and movement. They're brimming with activity and there's sunshine coming through the windows, assuming that you don't live in Canada in winter. There are also dark rooms, boxes locked, tucked away dusty places, spaces full of, I'm never going to feel that way again. We all lock parts of ourselves away until eventually we live, we end up living in cramped quarters inside. It can be like an episode of hoarders in there, complete with 25 year old broken trinkets and crumbling papers we really, really need, damn it. Add the current goings on of the global theater, news, crises, tragedies being blasted at us on screens 24 seven, and our interiors are filling up with debris faster than ever. Breathwork unlocks the rooms in your house one by one as quickly as you can safely go. In other words, breathwork helps you reclaim your own interiors. Done monthly, you unlock boxes, clear old furniture, and reclaim a full emotional range. When you're willing to explore your tucked away doubts and fears, you're rewarded with the ability to feel more joy every single time. You'll no longer be afraid of those darkened rooms because you've worked through the detritus and faced your fears. You felt the feelings that were locked in you and you've let them move through you instead of trapping them in your body. The breath does the work. And if that sounds both scary and miraculous, yes, yes, exactly. It's that, it's that. Uh, my personal reasons uh, for breathwork are coming up, and then I'm going to move on to more universal reasons that you might find breathwork helpful. If you've been following along with me for the last, I don't know, when you when you joined us, whenever you joined us, um, you will recall, hopefully, that there's a general thyroidy brain ooze that I've been emerging from over the last few months. And in case ooze of brain doesn't conjure a vivid image, just let me explain words go away in brain ooze. So there's brain fog, which is like actually kind of nice compared to brain ooze. It's, it's not that you don't have thoughts. It's not that you are a Zen master who is suddenly enlightened and you have cleared all thoughts and you just see love and light everywhere. It's that you are incapable of words. Answers to even the most basic questions take a great deal of time. What kind of tea do you want? is an impossible question. What do you want for dinner is an exercise in futility. Harder questions, and those are pretty basic, we can agree, like what do you want for dinner is a fairly basic question on the scope of what you have to handle and process and make decisions about as a human. Harder questions and issues like business matters, financial matters, processing emails, taking care of people's needs, are those are accessible for a few peak minutes a day, half an hour tops, in my experience, and the rest of the time is spent shuffling around in wordlessness, trying to get your bearings. Words and wordlessness exist on a spectrum. We humans spend most of our time in word world, which is how we do things like write books and share podcasts and build relationships and gather support for causes and create infrastructure for everything from apps to institutions. When you are forced to exit word world by force and brain news, you have no choice but to explore wordlessness. 
losing my ability to communicate in the way I know best, words, is one of the single most terrifying things I've ever survived. When you make a living from stringing sentences together for yourself, for clients, and for the world in general, losing that ability stirs up fear at an existential level. I can imagine that it would be like getting injured uh, at the peak of your prime when you are a professional athlete. You, what, if, if not sports, what will you do? Um, having that taken away is, is horrifying. And so that's, that's sort of what I faced. Here's the beginning of what I learned from the muck of the deep down, from the place beyond words that I can only tell you about in retrospect, because while you're in it, you don't have words. First, breathwork is a reliable way to enter into wordlessness. It's a way to cultivate the knowing that can only come from the place beyond words. You've probably visited the place beyond words already. It's really common to enter into it after a glass of red wine, during really amazing sex, while you were turning your face to the sun on a spring day, that deep like, <sighs> right? That's not a word. <laughs> or when you have to close your eyes and enjoy a meal because talking would be doing the food a great disservice. Those are really common places that you might have entered the wordless place. Sometimes wordlessness is a completely natural response to the world. It's often undervalued and trying to enter into it on purpose can be tricky. So for me, traditional sit still and focus meditation is extremely difficult. Sure, I value wordlessness, but my brain turns up the volume on my thoughts anytime I try to just sit still and thoughtless and wordless. I've taken meditation classes and I've tried it on my own, and it's only led to beating myself up about how wild and crazy and unmanageable my thoughts are at any given moment. Breathwork is a surefire way to bypass your thoughts. So I still have thoughts, of course, as the practice starts, as I begin to breathe, but those are quickly bypassed with the help of the breathing pattern and music and a recording and some sort of like, there's a teacher there with me. Those things help me to focus on that and not on the thoughts. I become a feeling animal, not a thinking one. And that break from the endless dab, 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 dab in my brain is priceless. This is a breathwork universal. When you've given yourself to a half an hour-ish of the breathing pattern, you're far beyond words and exist deep in your own consciousness slash the universal consciousness. Um, and in that place, the passing of time and ordinary reality, those things don't exist. Connecting with your wordless center is a fantastic reason to start this practice. And eventually you learn to trust that wordless center, which is an even better reason to keep up the practice. There are practical reasons for it too. You can do breath work even when you're absolutely exhausted. So I've spent a great deal of the past year fighting fatigue. And I can tell you the days are endless when you're incapable of doing brain work because you don't have words or physical work because you don't have energy. Last winter, breath work was the only thing that I could possibly check off my to-do list lots of the days. We do what we can with what we have where we are. And for a long time, breathwork was all I could manage at a soul level. The good news is you can do breathwork lying down, being still on a bed with the curtains drawn in the middle of winter, right? The breath will never leave you. It is always accessible. Everyone breathes. It's, that's just a universal. 
Bonus, you can be held without leaving your house. So lest you think you're a hermit who can't possibly add one more thing to your list of outside activities, don't fear not. You can stay at home and do this with fantastic results. I am awkward in my body. I generally don't like to be seen moving, dancing, exercising, or worst of all, doing anything quote-unquote spiritual. I'm in intensely private about that. The first time I did breathwork in public with other humans, it's because I was training to be a teacher of breathwork. I had been at home doing recordings every other time, which is to say the practice had shaped and changed me without my ever having breathed in person with another soul. This practice is powerful without your having to go anywhere at all. You can be held without being physically present with your teacher. It is incredibly intimate at a cosmic level, but from the outside looking in, you're just listening to a recording in bed or on your couch. Also, Speaking of hermits, my hermity tendencies have diminished since I started doing breathwork. When you feel whatever is locked in your body at a cellular level, you give your energy and your spirit permission to get bigger, much bigger. The bigger you are, the less bothered you are by other people's energy, and the easier it is to be in public as a deeply feeling human, as a sensitive human, and or as an empath. Further, with breathwork, you come home to the divine within. I grew up in very churchy churches. That's my coming out of the spiritual closet episode, should you want to look it up. Uh, and I never understood the bits about the divine living within you. It was always out there, wasn't it? Like, it was in the sanctuary, or the communion wafer, or the ether, or the hands of those who knew better. But certainly not within me, within my body or my being. Breathwork provides entry into the divine shelter that lives in each of us, the thread of all that is that flows through us. No one can be excluded by definition because we are all part of all that is. And if you're like, that's woo-woo as fuck, let's bring it back to this basic thing. You turn into your innate knowing. So the part of you that's busy doubting whether what you know is real or whether you should override your instincts it's time to silence that part of you. The part of you that needs pros and con lists, even when you already know what you're going to do. The part of you that trusts quote-unquote experts because you've just given up on listening to yourself. The part of you that is always looking for an easier or different way, even when every part of you is screaming about what to do next in that particular way. The part of you that denies your intuition. The part of you that doubts your basic instincts. The part of you that enters into knowing wordlessly. That part, the part of you that just needs to be talking, dies in breathwork. It gets beaten back from pure instinctual knowing, from connecting with your most primal and innate energies, and from sinking into the beauty of the cosmos too. In other words, breathwork helps you defeat asshole brain. The small, shallow, scared part of you that pumps fear into your ear 24-7 cannot survive a sustained breathwork practice. It has no choice but to give up and get quieter when you spend time with the divine within you. There's no holding you down anymore. The jig is up and all you have to do is breathe. That is why it's so exciting. When I talk about asshole brain and we talk about the practices that make it easier to deal with, overcome, and not listen to asshole brain, breathwork is like phenomenal at this very thing. It has strengthened my work at a deep level. Part of my work, much of my work, uh, particularly with coaching clients, is to help you listen to yourself. It's not about listening to me. 
And in order to do that, I have to keep listening to myself at deeper and deeper levels. The practice has helped me make new things, get rid of old things, clarify goals, and make pertinent decisions without going back and forth in if-then land or in word land or in logic. I just know. Choices in word land are easier because I've spent so much time in wordlessness. And when I say so much time, I don't mean that I'm doing breath work every day for an hour a day. What I do mean is that when you access breathwork and you go to the place without time, <laughs> this you spend so much time in wordlessness because time expands and contracts in proportion to what you're doing, right? We talked about this with um, Einstein when he's talking about when you're with um, a person you're attracted to for a minute, that minute is so short. And if you have to put your hand on a stove, that minute is the longest minute you will ever experience in your life. If we can acknowledge that time is relative, when you're in breathless, you're in long eternal time. So when I say I've spent so much time in wordlessness, I don't mean that I've devoted like eight hours a day to this. I do mean that I've, I've accessed non-ordinary time on a regular basis. And I don't even have to worry about being woo-woo at this point, because if you're still listening, you're with me. You got it. You're good. Okay. The final reason that I adore breathwork that I can articulate at this very moment is that you always walk away lighter. I have breathed through depression and through the misery of feeling bereft of energy. And when I say bereft, that is exactly the right word. Like energy is this thing that just abandoned me for a few months. And, um, I would, I would, cry because I had to leave the house. I had to keep eating food. I had, I couldn't just spend every waking moment in bed. And that was horrible. Um, I've breathed through the news of a friend's very recent rape. I've breathed through Supreme court nomination hearings. I've breathed through the changing, increasingly hateful rhetoric of those emboldened by the current United States administration. I've breathed through financial struggle, I've breathed through the death of a beloved pet, and I've breathed through relationship hiccups of all kinds. I've come away from those heavy, heavy things lighter every single time. Part of breathwork is about actively processing life instead of pushing it into your cellular pockets and carrying it around for the rest of time. When there's nothing at the surface weighing me down or sort of gnawing at me, I'm processing decades of living on earth as a human and all the interior debris that entails. So it's about walking toward a thing willingly. It's about knowing that at some point, breathwork will probably bring up emotions that are not fun and that I will survive. And on the other side, I will be lighter. When you walk toward a thing willingly, you're able to move through it and come out the other side lighter. We all have places where words fall down and fail us completely. We've all built flimsy little structures full of hurt within our souls. These are the places where breathwork moves into the body and helps. We can deconstruct the tents and lean-tos full of pain. They were temporary structures. We can clear them. We can knock down the walls we've built within our hearts brick by brick. It leaves us inexplicably healed and freer each and every time we do the work. To recap, breathwork is a way to actively enter into wordlessness. You can do it even when you're absolutely exhausted or bereft of energy. You can be held without leaving your house. You come home to the divine within. You tune into your innate knowing. 
you always walk away lighter. And bonus, just going to throw this out there, breathwork comes with a trippy spiritual high. Your body floods with what feels like pure light, parts of you tingle that you've never felt tingle, and you tend to soar in the cosmos on a really good session. So, you know, just a bonus. The free breathwork practice that I've got for you is a class called Lighter, and I hope you try it. You can pick it up at breatheheelrepeat.com. I've also got three upcoming classes for October, November, and December. First is breathwork for ease. So when things are hard and sticky and you're like, oh, you're pushing boulders up hills, it's Sisyphean in nature, your whole life is just obligation and dread and work and hard. Breathwork for ease is all about that. It's about finding the opposite of that struggle and that pain and, and ex abiding in that place for a while. That is in October 23rd. Breathwork for safety and belonging comes in November. It's just before we get into Thanksgiving, Black Friday, um, sell, 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 sell mode. And the goal there is instead of spending hundreds of dollars on shit you don't need on Black Friday to feel better about being a human, what if you come home to yourself and to your own sense of safety and belonging and you realize that you've got what you need, where you are, and you're cool. You don't need a new TV to be cool with yourself and your life. And then on uh, the winter solstice, we have breathwork for surrender and flow. So it's about the changing seasons. It's about, okay, this this winter is coming. It's happening. I surrender. How can I flow through the winter? And how can I move into spaces um, in my business and in my personal life with with a sense of flow and not with a sense of pushing a boulder up a hill. You'll see a pattern there for October and December. So live, these classes are $22 each, and there's a magical button where you can get all three so you don't have to check out three times. Um, and all the details that you need, including um, the recording details, frequently asked questions, all that stuff is at breathehealrepeat.com. And if you're like, I don't, I don't understand, kristenkelp.com, click on breathwork. It'll take you to breathehealrepeat.com. Grab a class, try breathwork out, pick up the free lighter class, and then keep going. The goal is to keep going. And I want to end uh, this whole dealio, the breathwork dealio, with a poem uh, by Danielle Laporte. This is uh, this showed up in my inbox recently. It's called My New Life in Golden. After I learned how to breathe underwater, I knew my lungs had all the answers. My skills in courage and defiance were as follows. Swallowing terror whole. Boring a hole in the kitchen floor to the center of the earth with teardrops. Loving what I loved as if it was the only child ever to be born of the sun and the moon. Changing my mind while naked. Revoking privileges. Not paying for it. Making a new vow, only one. Leaning back and taking deeply deep breaths of space while watching the universe reveal us to me. My rewards are as follows. I get to go wherever I want, now and always. For instance, underwater, or to that golden spot that I thought was only a dream. Now my new life is breathing me. Is that not the most perfect poem in the history of the world for this particular podcast? And that's by Danielle Laporte. You can find all of her goodness at daniellelaporte.com. So KK on tap, pick it up, kristencalp.com slash tap. 
breathehealrepeat.com for all the breathwork, free, paid, upcoming, recorded, all the goods. And, uh, and I hope that you come to love breathwork at a deep level. I hope that it helps you clear all the boxes out of your soul, remove all the lean-tos and shanties that you've built in there, and I hope that it allows you to come home to yourself and to the divine within you again and again and again and again. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Don't you carry stones in your bowl of light? Don't you carry stones? Don't you carry stones in your bowl of light? Don't you carry stones? Don't you carry stones in your bowl of light? Don't you carry stones? Don't you carry stones in your bowl of light? Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.